1: Welcome everyone, IronOverload.io Hardcore episode 43. Today we're going to talk about Anivar, Zondralone, injecting it, or oral. We're going to go over the whole profile behind Anovar. So let's start a little bit uh, talking about Anavar And um, one of the most popular oral anabolic steroids in bodybuilding history. And um, I know it's one of Mobster's favorites, and it's one of my yeah. favorites too. The key is trying to find legitimate Anovar. So, um, and using it the correct way if you want the best results on it. So, you know, let's kind of talk a little bit about popular brand name is oxandrolone, And uh, it's uh, two researchers, Chris Jung and Raphael Papo came up with the drug in the early 1960s. They wanted something that was low androgens and moderate anabolic. So used for different muscle-wasting diseases during the 80s. It was a big hit among HIV-AIDS clients, other muscle-wasting diseases. And since then, a lot of bodybuilders started using it, especially leading up to when it was banned. So in the late 80s, it was discontinued. Bodybuilders were abusing it. Bodybuilders were abusing it too much. They didn't want any part of it. Pharmaceutical companies, that was when the crackdown started coming on anabolic steroids. And um, during this time, you saw the price really, really skyrocket. Guys who were lucky enough and smart enough, I guess, to hoard this stuff, they were able to sell this stuff for a lot of money. And um, they were able to make a fortune off uh, off selling it. Just because they had bought it before, uh, it was taken off the market. So the price was so high that guys were spending like a, they were spending like thousands of dollars on a cycle. I mean, it was ridiculous. But they loved Anavar so much. One of the big keys behind Anavar, where guys loved it so much, is because it had low androgenic side effects and it had no estrogenic side effects. So it is not capable of aromatizing into estrogens, a DHT derivative, but it doesn't have the side effects of other DHT derivatives like Winstrol, for example. So really, it was it was a perfect oral for guys to use during the 80s because it would not give them gynecomastia. They didn't have access to AIs in those days the way we do today. So for them, taking Dianabol at a high dose would be like suicide. Because then you'd end up with bitch tits, you'd end up with water retention, high blood pressure, all kinds of side effects from the estrogen and water retention. But with Anovar, they could run the Anovar and not have to worry about that stuff. So that's why it got so popular. So it was brought back and Savient Pharma brought it back in the mid-1990s and they called it Oxandrin. And they were like, well, let's make some money off of this. There's a lot of demand for it. So let's price it at a very, very high price. So that's what they did. And they were able to basically make, uh, basically since then, the price has stayed really, really elevated. It's just a simple economics thing where sources are like, shit, people are willing to pay this much money for it. We're going to keep it elevated. it's a very popular anabolic steroid. Even someone like Mobster, who's 300 some pound powerlifter, he loves anabolic. So yeah, NMR can be used yeah. if you're a powerlifter, you're huge. It can be used if you are lean. It can be used if you're a physique competitor. You're a hundred sixty pound, hundred fifty pound physique competitor. It doesn't matter. Um, it's great for uh, anyone across the board, and it
0: stacks really well too. So mobster, I'll bring you in. Yeah, but jump into So as an example, if if I was look if I was looking to cut as a bodybuilder. What uh, is How does anavar work for me? And, of course, it can work in terms of muscle growth. But what it really does, I think, is a great drug in this particular way. It does not, as some steroids are claimed by certain people, help you burn fat. What it really, really does is help you to retain muscle when you're on a cut, when you're looking to slim down, when you're looking to get rid of body fat. So you do your diet, you fast, you do your cardio, you, you, you manipulate your training to get things to pop, and... Sometimes when we diet, there's a, and especially if we, we, we're really hitting it uh, with hard cardio, especially if we're getting a shape for a competition or a photo shoot or something similar, the body gets rid of muscle tissue at the same time as allowing your body fat to drop, at the same time as you're burning those, the surplus off. And it, it, in, in that particular way, Steve, it's kind of an anti-catabolic in that it's keeping muscle on and boosting your nitrogen retention, which allowed you to keep that muscle on. So that's super-duper in that particular regards. If you're uh, not doing a cut and you're looking to something that's very mild, as Steve just described, in terms of the potential for side effects, et cetera, et cetera, I find, for even for me, that when I do anavar, even at the stupid body weight that I am now, I think I was 323 pounds this morning or something stupid, Steve, maybe a little bit more with my hoodies on, it has to be said, um, it's still going to put a few pounds on me. So there's, the, there's actual muscle gain. What I prefer it, which is the reason, as we did in a recent podcast, we say why supersized strength athletes, as well as, you know, the, the, the lighter, more physique-orientated athlete like it, is that for for me, it increases strength. Well, without adding pounds and pounds of water. Now, for example, I get great leverage gains from the water retention from the bowl, which means on certain pressing movements, bench press, overhead press, uh, if tricep work, et cetera, I'm going to get better leverage just because of the water retention swelling around the joint, and that increases my leverage. NFR doesn't really pull that at all, but for my contractual power, my ability to strength or flex, if you like, against resistance, and again, a bench press would be a great example, increases. So strength athletes like it, and you do. Let's, be, let's be honest, Steve, if I was a world's strongest man competitor, do I need to be another 10 or 15 kilos bigger? When I'm already, and this is the case with a few of these guys, one sixty or one seventy or one hundred eighty kilos. One hundred eighty kilos in American is four hundred pounds. I don't need to be as a strength athlete in that their example another forty pounds. I do not need to be four hundred and forty pounds. That's just it's unnecessary. Two hundred kilograms. It's just it. It's going to actually be much harder to move, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I want a drug like Anavar that's going to give me an increase of one or two percent doesn't have to be absolutely crazy, but the difference between third place and first place is sometimes that 1% or 2% between not getting a record and getting a record. So for me, when I've used this in the past for competition, for specifically the grip strength stuff that I was very, very good at, British and European champion, multiple times, I knew that I'd have a calculated number that I would hit out of using PEDs versus what I was able to hit using peds and that would be the difference between first and second place second place in a competition like that is 18 other fellas that aren't going to win and it's between me and the other fella that might win and all i'm doing is giving myself that little bit of an edge to pop up there so it's great it is great for stripping off fat and retaining muscle is gaining it's great as a low side effect pd for adding a few pounds of muscle when you don't need to blow up you don't need that sort of bulky look and it's great for a small but significant and i would say as much as five percent although one or two percent was plenty for me uh increase temporarily up to a strength competition whether it's powerlifting strongman grip strength whatever Better used to all
1: right so let's kind of talk about some of the other benefits of Anavar, and one of the benefits too is its ability to bind well to sex hormone binding globulin shbg and um This is why it works really good in a stack because it not only performs on its own right, but it also makes the other steroids that you're taking perform even better because it's freeing up the ratio of free testosterone. So let's say you stack it with testosterone, make it things simple. Let's say you do um, testosterone. You're talking about about 10% of the testosterone that you're injecting is actually free testosterone, okay, which is, you know... um, it's an example. Okay. But with Anovar, if you take an Anovar, you're going to increase that by like 50%. So instead of 10%, it's going to go up to like 15%. Instead of 15%, it's going to go up to maybe 22%. And then when you stack other things with it, same thing, it's going to make the other steroids perform 50% more. It's going to make them more, more free in the body to basically provide what it wants to do. You have bound Hormones, you have unbound hormones. You have bound testosterone, unbound testosterone. It's the same effect. So it does that really good. And um, so you can get good, clean, quality, lean muscle mass with it. And you can also gain a lot of strength on Anabar because it's really, really good with strength too, especially when stacked. So it works good as a mild stack alternative in a more harsher environment like i give the example with stacking trend alone a lot of people want to know how to run a trend cycle where well, you can run trend by itself but it, you can actually run with anavar and not have side effects move very much higher and you can actually drop your trend dose a little bit by like 50 milligrams or 75 milligrams with Anovar and have the same amount of side effects or less amount of side effects, and get better results. And you'll notice your strength gets better, your lean muscle mass gets better, you build more muscle, everything, and you get actually less or the same side effects. So that's one of the benefits of Anavar. is stacking it with a more harsh steroid. Or you can stack it in a mild steroid. You can go ahead and stack it with equipoise or primabolin and just run a mild cycle, and you'd still get good quality results. So Anabar is one of the favorites of people out there, I think the only people who run Anivar and they're not happy are people who get fake Anivar. Even their Anivar is no good. It's completely bunk or they run Anivar and it's really something else. And sources, sometimes they'll use T-Bowl instead of Anavar, And T-Bowl is a much weaker steroid with much weaker, weaker results, but you're not going to know the difference unless you have ever used real Anivar. You're not going to know so that's what sources do. They try to trick you that way. And a lot of dumb sources, they'll use Dianabol as Anabar. Dynabol is extremely cheap, the source, for the sources to produce and for them to sell. So they make a lot of money selling you d as Anabar and charging you a lot more. So those are little tricks you got to watch out for. So it's very important to come on the forums. Come on to ironoverlow.io and final legitimate source for your Anovar. That's the number one thing. You don't just go and buy Anovar off the buddy at the gym, or you don't buy Anovar off some random Google place. Very, very important. So it is in the world. And the dosing can run anywhere with males from 20 to 50. And some guys, he runs 60, 70, 80 milligrams a day. I've seen guys even run over 100. They love this stuff, solo. They just run 100 milligrams, solo um again i don't recommend that but some guys do i've seen some really ripped guys do that so again it's oral form but then we let's talk a little bit about injectable mosh so i'll tell you touch on that but let's talk about injectable anivore if such yeah, a thing yeah is.
0: yeah let yeah. so let me touch on this briefly then guys for 99.9 percent of our listeners 50 milligrams is all you need seriously i've seen occasionally cycles where 100 milligrams has been mentioned but again the question i would ask in these examples sometimes guys is if you fired 50 milligrams and you did incredibly well, did you do that much better at taking 100 milligrams? If you didn't, then sometimes it's the idea of taking 100 milligrams of being more effective versus the reality. And again, that comes down to superior genetics, your ability to handle steroids, how your receptors are, and all that kind of pseudo science slash science kind of stuff, and sometimes actual science. But in reality, it's the typical user's benefit versus the extreme examples. And extreme examples is not proving the point. The typical user benefits from 50 milligrams a day 99.9% of the time. A few of you actually need less and get great examples. And that was, again, you know, don't compare me at 320 plus pounds with someone who weighs 160 pounds and expect to get the same results. That's not, you should be asking those kind of questions. Right. So the topic of clause included the idea of injectable. I have found one online example, Steve. One. In reality, what happened was is that on a bunch of forums, including uh, our forums, not uh, it has to be said, I uh, overload. There was people asking about the idea of injecting Anivar. Now, this actually applies in the same way that some people are now asking Steve uh, and ourselves and the forums about the idea of using injectable uh, salts. So here's the thing, guys: if it worked that way and was more effective than the pharmaceutical company that originally produced it, Steve's already mentioned the names. Of the ones that were producing it before and the ones that are producing it now for medical uses would have made an injectable version and they did so what what does that mean right so years ago product x gets created let's call it anovar and we shall produce this for a medical reason we will try and create an injectable version and we will compare that to the oral version in its effectiveness of treating that medical condition if it works more effectively They'd have an injectable version. Now we're not using it for medical reasons. We use it for performance enhancement reasons. We want bigger muscles, stronger muscles. We want to be leaner. We want to be faster. All the good reasons that you, us, Steve, and everybody else takes PEDs for in the first place. So the logic becomes: Is an injectable version, homemade, home brewed, typically better at producing results? than the oral version. And the short answer is, and Steve's quite welcome to answer differently, I would say the short answer is no, Steve. So there are home brewed sections on some of the forums where the guys have taken it, they've ground up anavar, they've got the raws, Steve, and they've used sterile water or sterile oil, and they've made their own version of injector one of our... Why don't we see people that discussing it more frequently? Because it doesn't work better, because no one's getting that little bit stronger or that little bit leaner or that little bit more muscular. So it's something that occasionally comes up, and it's not just the only uh, performance-enhancing drug that happens on this. Like I said, injectable psalms have been discussed the last, I'm going to say, 12, 18 months. But again, look at how the study was done originally, whether or not it's been approved, the use it was used for, and whether or not we're seeing people that have tried companies' versions of an injectable psalm and have had better results. I can think of one example that we, you and I discussed in the pre-show of uh, an oral steroid that can be found, including from approved sources that we have, that works, but only in certain circumstances, and that's injectable d And that is because occasionally some users have found that if they take Dynabol, for example, before they go to the workout, uh, at relatively close to that time that they're going to hit the gym, they get a real great pump, which they absolutely love. And D-Bowl, and for that matter, Anavar uh, can give you crazy pumps. We'll get to that in a bit in the side effects in a minute. Um, and the injectable version is going to be in your system even quicker than the oral version. So it's one of the few examples where, for a specific reason, it's better and basically just a pump. The muscle growth, the water retention, all the good and bad effects that come from Dynebol work in exactly the same way where it's oral or injectable here. I can't see a reason why we'd want an injectable version. What about you, Steve? Before we talk about benefits and side
1: effects. Yeah, so I, you know, on the pre-show, I even asked Mobster. I was like, Mobster, I mean, have you ever used injectable an- anavar? Have you ever seen it nope. from a source? Yeah. And Come I on, had to, on, I had to go on. online and search for it, and it did yes. seem a little fishy because I'm seeing one that's priced for forty-seven dollars for a twenty milliliter, a uh, vial. And it's 25 milligrams per milliliter. That seems fishy to me. Uh, the math to me doesn't add up where it would even be legitimate animal so. And it says that it's oxandrolone suspension. So I would wonder what the purpose would be to even inject this stuff. I don't think it would do much for you. And I don't see how it would be even effective in a suspension form. It would be one of those situations where I bet you here it's really Winstrol. They just they just put it in a suspension, and you inject it. You're like, oh, I'm taking Anovar. You're not gonna really know the difference unless you've ever used real Anavar versus real Winstrol. You're not really gonna know the difference between the two. Fishy, personally, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, as Steve's talking about, the version I'm looking at, and again, I can't see, I think this is exactly what Steve just touched upon. First off, what's the point in making it? And secondly, what the heck's in there, Steve? The version I'm looking at is a 50 milligram per mil. So you'd have to inject once a day. The half-life, as an example, guys, this is where sometimes these numbers don't add up. The half-life is eight hours. So I typically take two or three pills, amounting to approximately 50 milligrams a day. It'd be easier to take one pill in the morning, one pill in the night time. That's the simplest, straightforward, most forward way, and that's probably the easiest way, least complicated. If I if I break the pills up, if I cut the pills, I could take it three times a day to get that spread through the day. Other than that, why would I want to take a 50 milligram injection with an eight-hour half-life, which means one injection to get it into my system quicker, and I don't know if I take another injection at the night time, so that's two jabs a day, or as I said, if it's an eight-hour half-life, three injections a day what's the point point? and again for the price the one i'm looking at Steve, and it's one of the one i found is a little bit cheaper than yours so it's even worse it's 35 bucks so to me it just makes i mean honestly the numbers don't add up steve they really don't to create the product to put it into the injectable to to create the to put the cap on the printer the label all that kind of stuff you go no no this doesn't add up this is this is about 31 pounds and the cheapest I would pay, I, I'd, I'd be lucky to get that kind of deal if I bought multiple vials from my local uh, gym owner or whatever. It does, the money doesn't add up. And that's without shipping and other bits and pieces. So I'm going to say that it doesn't look right to me. Let's talk about the side effects. You and I can discuss this at length, Steve. VAR pumps are notorious. And when I say notorious, D-ball pumps, for example, Steve, as you know, can feel good. Muscles are swelling. You've got that bit of water re- retention etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You get pumps and it's kind of a feel-good drug. A lot of people talk about their sense of well being on low dose D Var pumps, the strength is great, like we talked about, especially for me when I'm hitting the gym. But if I do anything endurance like, and I'm thinking, for example, I use this example on another podcast. I was demonstrating kettlebell swings and I think it was a 16k kettlebell. I did two minutes to demonstrate it to a buddy of ours that I come to the gym, was asking for some conditioning work to get him so he could move furniture around with his new wife and the back pumps were horrendous walking into town is my favorite story walking into town on home brewed it had to be said a buddy of mine made it for me with a little bit of creatine as a filler in the capsule that he'd made 50 milligram capsule walking into town Steve I had to stop three times to rub my shins their shin pumps were unreal to the point where a buddy of mine in a mobility cart was offering me a lift as a sort of joke and seeing this huge muscular guy, massive strong man, like me that he knew, and I'm there rubbing my shoes and having to sit at the bus stop and and rest so the pump went away. It was just crazy. So yeah, talk about the side effects for you, Steve. The var pumps that you've had.
1: Yeah, so with anavar, I noticed about a week into it, lower back pumps, especially when I do cardio. So that's been my issue. So if you are suffering from pumps, you know pumps are a good thing. They they help shuttle in nutrients into the muscle and they help give you that little egotistical effect. I love training and getting those pumps. That's that's a lot of fun. But when they get in your way of your training, then you know that you probably have to do something a little different. So adding electrolytes, drinking more water and taurine is a really good option uh, to help with that. And taurine isn't expensive. You can just go online on, um, on Amazon, or whatever, and buy taurine or you can come on our forums. We have supplements that are, uh, that do have, uh, touring in them already in the formula. So you can come on there and check that out as well, but that will help definitely. And some of the, the supplements that we have, they also contain liver, liver support too. So also women, women, um, the number one used steroid for women is Anovar. Because of its mild properties, so females can use Anavar as well. So if you have a wife or a girlfriend, she wants to give it a shot, she could try Anavar, and again, make sure it's legitimate Anovar. So for females, two point five up to ten milligrams a day would be the maximum dose for females. So females have had a lot of success with with Anavar for sure. So yeah, so um,
0: so you okay. know, look at the yeah. Sorry, kickstarting, Steve. There's some uh, users that like to use Anivar and, indeed, other orals as a kickstarter. I'm not a huge fan of kickstarters, as you know, but if you're using a long-acting ester, uh, injectable, uh, some of the shorter-acting, like Anivar, Debo, et cetera, are quicker acting, quicker into the system. So you've just, you've chosen a longer-acting ester part of your cycle. That's the plan. And I agree with it in the point of having less uh, pinning, a less frequent pinning and so on. So people will use uh, Anavar as a kickstart, as a great example. Things like, and I'll, I'll touch on the myths here, Steve. Not being able to run Anavar solo in a cycle, bullshit. Run it, I run it on its own multiple times, uh, and and it does exactly what it says in the tin. I get stronged up like I need to for events, for a challenge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anavar by itself burns fat. Also, bullshit. It does work better in the body, and Steve touched on it earlier on. But it's more, as I said earlier on, it's going to hold onto muscle tissue while you're cutting. And then the last one I'll touch on, and I know that we've got a, a buddy of ours that would dispute this, but that's his general uh, point of view on orals, uh, and that's about the length of the cycle. I have done four-week cycles, and so the idea that you can only run it for four weeks is also bullshit. Uh, if you are sensible, and that's the kind of advice, the solid advice that we like to give you, running it at a lower dose, i.e. 50 milligrams or less, and getting some of those benefits that we've described, in fact, all of the benefits we've described, I've run it for eight weeks multiple times. More recently, for one reason or another, I've actually run it for less times because I've been very close to the number that I wanted to hit, and then I've added the anivar in to just get me, tip me over, so to speak, and get to the number that I wanted to hit in the gym. I'm not competing right now, but there's certain challenges I give myself, and ANOVAR, or, or other uh, mold drugs have helped me hit those numbers. But can you run it for more than four weeks? Yes, absolutely. Uh, here's the thing, guys, and something that Steve can touch upon. This is to do with getting your bloods. It's about being healthy when you start a cycle. It's about having low body fat when you start a cycle. It's about smashing the gym pre-cycle and then on-cycle. And, of course, having your diet absolutely on point. If those factors are in play, and I'll let Steve talk about bloods here in terms of your actual organ health. And using a product like N2Guard, for example, Steve, it's if you are healthy, then you can run it for four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. If you're unhealthy, then I wouldn't want you to run it too long. If there was issues, for the obvious reasons of any performance enhancing drug that's run when you're out of shape, talk about bloods and being out of shape. When, for example, using Anavar history.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's really a waste of time. I talked about over the years the myths behind Anavar. Some people think, yeah we see some people come on the forums and like, yeah, I want to run an and I want to cut down. I'm 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 obese, I'm overweight. And Anavar is not magical. I mean, we all wish we could take a pole. Everyone wants to take a poll, uh, a, a pill, you know, to, to lose fat. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. And everything you take, which may help you take burn fat has an invert reaction when you come off of it or over time. So a lot of people who take fat burners and they take these, um, these drugs that are being prescribed now by dietitians who really is pathetic when a dietitian has to prescribe a drug because they can't teach their clients on proper nutrition. They're fucking nutritionists all along, right? Shouldn't they be able to do that? But anyway, all those things have side effects. Uh, We see these drugs, these diet drugs, they destroy the, your stomach lining. So intermortals have side effects. Look, shutting you down suppression, liver toxicity, these are things that happen with Anavar. There's a reason that yeah. in the medical world they don't prescribe Anavar anymore for people with HIV/AIDS because they have better drugs today that have way, way, way less side effects. So it really doesn't make any sense to give someone who has a muscle-wasting disease a drug like Anavar, a hormone like Anavar that's going to shut them down and cause liver toxicity and kidney toxicity. It doesn't make any sense. So they've now have drugs with way less side effects that they can give them to get the same uh, results without fucking with their hormones. So you want to make sure that you're not using anabar if you're young. Because if you use any anabolic steroid at a young age, you can throw off your hormones for life. You can end up with major sexual dysfunctions in your late 20s and 30s if you start using steroids at a really young age, say 20 years old, for example. So Mobster, I think uh, we touched on a lot of stuff, but come on the forum, ironoverload.io, ask questions, learn more about Anovar. We'd love to have you and maybe do a log. Try Anovar, eight weeks, 50 milligrams a day as a man, eight weeks, 7.5 to 10 milligrams a day as a woman. And let's see what you can do. Show us what you're capable of doing. Diet on point, training on point, cardio and you'll kick ass with Anabar, and it'll be a low side
0: effect cycle mobster yeah guys if you agree say so if you disagree say so have you used an an injectable version and had some sort of benefit from it please make a point of saying so in the comments come on the forums like steve said and check that out as well let us know we'll be interested if you've been out there and you've had an amazing experience on an injectable form let us know where you got it what you used how it works and why you think it was better. If you if you if agree, great, right, if you disagree, we want to know that too. So let's have the debate there. And uh by all means, come get in touch with us, let us know what you think. Please note we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view, and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the first amendment applies.